Where's Mike? Here we go. Okay, well, I think we're working. Hey, uh, good afternoon, good evening to everybody out there. I'm Tom, W5KUB, and you are watching Amateur Radio Roundtable. <clears throat> it's a show about ham radio, shortwave, uh, electronics. Uh, we do it all here, and we're so glad uh, you're with us. And if you're out there listening on WBCQ, International Shortwave on 7490, uh, we're glad to have you, and uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, if you will, send us an email to tom at w5kub.com, tom at w5kub.com, uh, and tell us where and where you are and how you're doing and how you're hearing the station. Uh, we're relatively low power, I think, uh, uh, tonight, about 50,000 watts. It's not a big station, but we are coming to you out of Monticello, Maine, on a, a world-famous WBCQ. Uh, I'd also like to ask everybody out there, if you will, uh, click the subscribe button there on uh, on uh, YouTube. Down in the, let's see, the subscribe button is going to be, I think, right right down here somewhere. Hit that subscribe button right there, and uh, that'll help us advertise our show and get other people to find a show that are out looking for similar uh, videos. Uh, join our Facebook group. We've got about 14,000 people now in our Facebook group. Just to make it simple, just key in W5KUB in Facebook, and you will find us. And uh, we uh, would love to uh, have you join us. Now, we're doing something different tonight. You saw we had a little confusion at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're trying something different tonight. I threw away the high-dollar-end uh, uh, TV-style encoder that does all the fancy stuff, uh, and it requires about 15 CPUs to run it. And... Uh, we're doing all this on the web tonight. None of this stuff basically is sitting on my computer. It's all on the web tonight. And even our guests tonight are going to be coming directly to you. They will not be coming to um, my studio and then me retransmitting. So everything's on the web. It should be good. I'd like to hear from you on how the quality looks. It should be 1080p. Tell us how the quality looks. Uh, I saw a person uh, said that uh, it looks like... Um, the owner has turned off the video on all the other services. So I need to go in in a minute and see if I can find uh, where I can allow that. Uh, that's just one of the things that's popped up here at the end. All right, so let's see, where was I? Uh, so I'd like for you to do that. Um, so you may have seen the uh, 
you may have seen the graphics I had up uh, tonight. We are we're trying something different. Like I said, we may be bringing the internet down tonight. I don't know, but tonight uh, and starting tonight, we are streaming simultaneously on YouTube, Twitch TV, Facebook, Twitter, and Trovo Live. Trovo Live is a new service in Europe that's uh, that does video. You can also hear us on International Shortwave, WBCQ, as I mentioned earlier. And, guys, you can find us on any and every podcast uh, out there. So we'd love to, uh, you know, have you join us whenever you can. All right. So I hope I hear myself over there. I've got another PC on. i got a little bit of audio. Hopefully it's not too much for you guys. Tell me if there's too much echo, and I'll try to fix that. Um, so let's do this. Let's go to Glenn and see if I can figure out how to bring Glenn in here real quick. Glenn, how you doing tonight, man? Let me find you, Glenn. Where are you, Glenn? There you No, that's not you. There you are, Glenn. I don't know. Where am I? Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm on, on the screen. Yeah, I'm on the backup computer because this app uh, done locked up my other one. So yeah. you've got one negative vote for this app from me. One? Yeah. Well, I want to tell you something. If you remember, I'm trying to get, man, I got too many cameras on right now. Man, way too many cameras on. Wait a uh, minute. Let's see. Show. Let me hide that one. Let me hide that one. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Got to hide that one. We're learning, guys. We're learning. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's Glenn. Oh, it's show Glenn. Yeah, the other PC just came up. Did it? Oh, gee whiz. Yep, so. Okay, but, I've got one camera here I need to turn off. Let me see if I can figure out where it is. Um, okay, that's going to be this one. There we go. Okay, man, way <laughs> too many buttons here. Hey, okay, so what? what I wasn't paying attention. What were you saying? You, uh, something something didn't work, or you're going to give me a... Yeah, I'm going to give you a couple demerits because this well, app locked up my other computer. Well, I will to tell you. I had to run to the backup. We, we'll accept it. Hey, hey, guys, if you remember on the show last week, Glenn fell asleep during the show. And we didn't know if he had a heart attack or a stroke. We have and, coffee and, and, hey, I was trying to wake him up here on the show, and it took us a good half minute to get Glenn to wake up. He was all slumped over in his chair there. Something about and, getting uh, up at 5 o'clock in the reel. morning. Yeah, something and, uh, about getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning will yeah, do it to you. Uh, you got you you got a lot of demerits for that, so I, I well, can stand a few. Well, you're yeah, right, you're so gonna get a few. Let's do this. And guys, forgive me. I, I'm I'm trying to learn all these buttons on this thing. There's a bunch of buttons here. Uh, let's do this. Let's bring our friend Michael Coulter in here, and uh, let's talk about Hamvention. That is coming up soon, man. I call it the world's largest hamvention, hamfest. I don't know if it's the world's largest, but I bet it's close. We'll get Michael to tell us that. So let me bring Michael in here. Let's see if I can find Michael. There he is. Hey. Wait a minute. Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Where'd Michael go? There he is. There's Michael. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we hear you. How you doing, Michael? All right. Hey, I'm doing great. First, I want to tell you it's a real honor to uh, be on your program, Tom. And uh, I know when we uh, first met, I met you, you were out in the flea market, Hamvention. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what, I think it was still 
uh, in this century, but it, it was early this century. And you oh, were yeah. out there uh, with your microphone and you were doing it. And um, you are the, to me, you're the probably the pioneer at, at the uh, <clears throat> live streaming or YouTubing or whatever you want to call it and really cutting edge. And I think you even won an award once at uh, Hamvention. Is that I right? Did. I, I did. Yeah. And we, anyway. uh, we thank you. You had a big part in that. Uh, for some reason, I might look like I'm not moving very good. All right. So, hey, yeah, Michael, that was, uh, that well, that was close to last century. It was getting very close. <laughs> That's and right. And boy, I tell you, I tell you, we were, you know, we did that. We we uh, we streamed for about twenty years, I think, and um, yes. we uh, we really appreciated when you guys moved us inside. That was just I great, just man. We we loved it. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I know you've had a real long, successful run. I'm disappointed you aren't coming this year, but I I understand that. Um, I got a a nice message from uh, Joe Taylor today, and. <clears throat> He told me he's not going to be able to make it this year. He said, you know, at 82, it's getting hard for me to keep doing that stuff. But it was nice to, to hear from him and get that message. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, uh, Tom, you've, you've made such a contribution in amateur radio, at least in the, well, in many ways. You know, you get balloons shot down. You're on CNN and Fox and BBC. I mean, I see you everywhere I go. And uh <clears throat> You know, there's a job open at Fox and there's a job open at CNN and you might be the man to fill either or both. Anyway, um, I, I like I said, I, I, I really appreciate being on your program. It's been a long time and I want to say hi to Glenn and, and uh, to Rich. And I'm glad that they're they are on board. But um, let's talk a little bit more about Ambition. I know that's why you brought me on. You didn't want to hear a bunch of blathering stuff, right? So. Here we yeah. go. Um, this year it's going to be, uh, uh, you know, everybody knows it's coming up, but the actual date, if you haven't got your tickets yet, it starts on May 19th, May 19th, 20 and 21. But you know, there's a lot of activities that go on prior to that. Um, you know, uh, I know Thursday there's Contest University, and you got four days in May. You got so many different um, activities that happen in the evening. Um, but we got a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Sundays are going to be free. Sundays are free. Uh, you get a ticket uh, at the ticket booth and say if you got a friend or uh, wants to come in but doesn't want to quite come a whole weekend, have them come on Sunday and you can walk them around, get them in. They won't be eligible for a prize drawing, and uh, but they'll get in free. Um, another mm -hmm. thing, you know, Tom, I don't know how much you, I know you're so busy at your booth, and I generally am, but I try to make time. I try to make time to get to the uh, all-around invention, and I really like the, the food trucks and food booths that we've been bringing in. And each year we're expanding that a little bit more. And one of the agreements that we made with the uh, Expo Center there in Greene County is that we would have final say and final approval of who they're bringing in there. 
And we also try really hard uh, to keep the prices down. For example, uh, price of bottle of water, you know, some, some places they want five bucks. And if that happens at Hamvention, that vendor will be asked to leave because uh, we put a $2, uh, and that's pretty fair. I mean, that's a lot of money anyway, but we put a cap at $2. And if that food isn't good enough for you, we have buses that are going to be running on the Friday and Saturday from, uh, I think, around uh, 1030 a.m. to 3 p.m., and they'll bus you to uh, downtown Xenia. And there's a lot of different places to eat down there, uh, good places to eat. And you can see a little bit more about the thriving metropolis of uh, Xenia. By the way, our, our uh, event last year had almost 32,000 people. Population of Xenia is 26,000. So we kind of take over. Uh, if you don't have a uh, hotel room yet, you're looking for one, you can look at our website, www.hamvention.org, or you can go right to our Convention and Visitors Bureau in Green County. That's the Green County CVB. And they will, uh, they know where a lot of the open rooms are. There are some cancellations and rooms open up. So uh, give them a try. Um, the forums this year, I hope you take a look at the website and look at what forums we have going on. You know, when you come to Hamvention, you should have a little bit of a traveling plan, what you're going to do at Hamvention, because it's huge. You know, um, are you going to spend all your time in the flea market? That's easy to do, as, uh, you know, getting through all the buildings and all the vendors. You can see all the vendors and who's going to be there. They'll be on our new app as well as on the website. But uh, go to the website, download the app so you have it right on the phone. Also, tremendous amount of great uh, forums that will be there. And there's there's a forum, there's four different forum rooms, and uh, there's always four of them going on from the beginning to the end of the show. Um, and the show times are 9 to 5. Friday and Saturday, and then uh, 9 to 1 on Sunday. Like I said, Sunday's free. We still have some very interesting forums that are going to be happening now. Um, there's going to be uh, some busing that's going on, um, the busing to uh, different locations. And so watch the uh, our website. Like I said, before you come, put a plan together. Take a look at what forums you want to go to, who you want to visit, what is it that you that you want to do? And um, we have like 700 volunteers, 700 volunteers, lots of coordination that goes on to keep this thing going. And you know, I'm just a volunteer. I have a, a lots of different hats that I wear, and I won't get into all that. But um, when you see a volunteer, thank them. You know, they're putting in a lot of time. A lot of them don't even get to see the show. But uh, yeah, the app is is uh, available to download. It will be populated all the time with, with new information. Uh, there are student tickets available, and um, they'll be <clears throat> those are free, and um, they will there will be a drawing in a special barrel for the students. So if uh, you know a student or you're bringing one, please let them know that. I better 
take a breath and let you say something, boss. All right. Well, I tell you, man, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, I, I, uh, it was a tough decision, Michael, make a decision not to go back this year after 40 years. Uh, that, that's been part of our life for 40 years. And, uh, uh, just as uh, I think Joe Taylor told you, age starts to tell you to slow down a little bit, and I think that's probably what's happening to us. Uh, I don't need any more ham gear. My wife tells me all the time I need to be getting rid of some of this ham gear. But, uh, you know, um, it's been a great place to uh, go every year, and we always planned, we always planned the uh, trip. Uh, we always planned a trip. As soon as, as soon as Hamvention was over, we always started planning. We were so sad. We always started planning for the next year. You know, what are we going to do next year? And that, that started just like you guys start day one uh, to planning for next year after Ham Hamvention. Uh, we also started day one after Hamvention, planning our next trip up here. So it's a great place. Hopefully there'll be a lot of new hams that uh, enjoyed it because us old hams are fading away. You know, you asked me one of the uh, opening leading questions. You you wanted to know what the biggest uh, ha ham event, ham fest was in the world. And um, I, I think that anybody that's been, I've been to most every major event and I like all of them. And um, I, and I know the people that run all of them and, and we have a good camaraderie with each other because our feeling is if they're successful and we're successful, ham radio wins, you know, we, uh, it isn't, it, we never look at it as a competition and, uh, we work together, especially with, uh, Orlando and Huntsville. Um, we work together with them, share some best practices, because it's important to us to have a good event and a good show for uh, amateur radio operators. And, and Hamvention, the way I look at it, all of us are in this together. I mean, almost every ham. Yeah, we have 700 volunteers, but without all the, all the hard work and the effort of every vendor who comes to that, and even you helping us with, uh, even though you can't be there this year, you know, you're, you're supporting us very much by talking about it and figuring out where we're going to go, what are we going to do? And, you know, I, I'd love to see you show up. I, it'd be just, you would have such a good time relaxing. You wouldn't have to worry about this program or that program or running here and there. You may actually really enjoy it one last time. So, so think about that. Take some vitamins and uh, revisit that a little bit. And I, I really want to, I always like to do this, and I, I'm not sure I did this yet tonight, but I want to thank all of our volunteers, 700-some volunteers. I just got to, we couldn't do it without them, just couldn't do it without them. Tom, you awake? Not sure what's happening here. Uh, how many volunteers did you say you had? 700 at least. Yeah, I was going to say seven. That's a lot, man. That, hey, that's a lot more than my ham club. Tell you. But I guess you have volunteers from all over the country, right? All over the world. Yeah. By the way, 
by the way, I, I do want to mention that our ticket sales have been stronger this year than they've been in many years. Um, the inside exhibits, there's not, there's practically totally sold out. The flea market is going to be big crowded. But the ticket sales are over the top. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event. And uh, I talked to the National Weather Service today. I'm all, I, uh, one of the things that I do, I work with uh, our local <clears throat> National Weather Service. I am a, a uh, net control operator. There's three of us that work right out of the National Weather Service in Wilmington, Ohio. When bad weather hits in uh, uh, the southern half of Ohio, um, eastern Indiana, northern Kentucky. And if you're looking for a really interesting forum, please go to this, uh, our National Weather Service forum. And people from the National Weather Service are going to be up there putting this on. Um, we have some other great forums. Our Ham of the Year, Karsten, is going to have a great forum. Of course, we have the uh, Antenna Forum. We've got um, ARRL's got a whole bunch of forums that they're going to do in, in um, Forum mm -hmm. Room 3. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be just wonderful. And, you know, I'm going to go out on the limb and, and almost promise you that it's going to be beautiful weather and it will only rain after five o'clock and uh, be done by 7 a.m. Well, I hope you're right. I, I do. But you know what? We kind of always expected, we always expected one little day of rain, maybe an afternoon, maybe a morning, you know, uh, in, in the Dayton area, you know, one, one out of three days, you, I, you might get a little sprinkle, but hey, it, it never really, that was never a problem. Now, if you had solid rain and mud for three days, that, that's different. But I think you guys have been really lucky in having some pretty decent weather. Even even when it rained maybe a half a day or whatever, it was still it was still good. So you're bringing, you're, you're allowing people in, and this was kind of neat last year where you, you allowed people to come in off the street on Sunday, free, no ticket. And... Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that wonder what is going on here. Let's let's walk inside and see. And no charge. And they get in here and they they, they see what is ham radio and they start asking questions. And uh, the next thing you know, just that alone may uh, get us some new hams. You know. That's that's what I hope for. And I've been, you know, uh, I've been impressed with. Uh, you know, so many of the changes in amateur radio that I have seen personally in, in my uh, uh, in my time since I've had uh, dark hair, <laughs> and since you and I were, used to be out in the flea market now and then, and, and you would interview me out there many, many, many years ago, and uh, kudos to you for sticking with it. You're one of the hardest working original YouTube guys I've ever met, and um, well. I tell you, you, you had to work hard in the early days because your internet connection was no good, and uh, your equipment was no good, your mics were no good, and your cameras were no good. So you had to do something to try to make it look good, you know. So, but hey, man, you know the internet has really grown, and there's been great, uh, you know, achievements in that area, and it's pretty easy now to put out a decent, you know, program. Yeah, internet's everywhere. It's, it's true, and, and I think. And we can't live without the internet. Boy, the internet goes down. That's, you know, terrible. <laughs> but I, I need the internet. But, yeah, hey, I man, I, I, I tell you, it's, um, 
that, uh, the Dayton Hamvention has been one of the coolest places that I've gone to probably half my life. I have always gone up here. We've been here 40 years. We haven't missed a year in 40 years with the exception of uh, the pandemic. And uh, uh, we always look forward to it. Tom, I, I think you better come because you're going to get up in the morning on Saturday morning or Friday morning and you get up at your house and you'll go, God, what was I thinking? And you're going to be trying to figure out, I wonder what's going on at Hamvention. And then you're going to say, you know, I, maybe I should have, would have, could have. I don't know. But anyway, you, you know, I mean, you are a fixture there. Yeah. Just come and walk mm-hmm. around and say hi to people. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Sit down. See what it's all about just as somebody uh, walking through, uh, honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to twist your arm too hard. but uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Right. But that's sort of my job. But, you, but you've done so much for amateur radio, and you still do. And um, um, I know you talk about your, your balloon launches. We're going to have a balloon launch. And yeah. we have to call over to Wright Patterson, and we've already talked to him. And then there's a number that we got to call to Pentagon. To let them know that we're going to have this thing up in the sky. So, uh, yeah, I know you've had you've had those uh, <clears throat> balloons circling for a while, and it's it's really interesting how they call it a hobbyist club. You know that does that. <laughs> well, Michael, and we've we, got one now that has been up about three hundred and thirty days, and another one's, another one's been up. Another one's been up uh, just a little under two hundred days. So yeah, the, the, yeah. we, we figured it out. The hobby is uh, getting much easier now, and uh, you can be successful, you know, on some of your early launches. Yeah. You couldn't do that three or four years ago. You know, and I want to send out a kudos to uh, Rich as well with CQ Magazine. I really enjoy that magazine. And uh, <clears throat> um, I don't know if he's coming to Hamvention or not. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. But... Um, They've, they've been very supportive of Hamvention. But not only that, I mean, what a pillar of amateur radio and what look what Rich has done for so many years. And, you know, every month he ferrets out the best of the best in amateur radio. That's hard, you know, because one of the committees that I lead is the uh, awards committee. And, you know, we got to find the best of the best for the awards and um, try to yeah. do the very best we can. We're out there soliciting and information but you know rich has basically got to do that every month and get that thing out it's a beautiful magazine and i think his hands you know we need to continue to support those magazines qsd and uh, cq magazine and uh, really support each other because once we start tearing each other down like this guy isn't any good that magazine's not any good that ham fest is terrible you know, what are we doing? We're just tearing it down. And if I'm a new ham and I hear this crap going on, I think, why do I want to be a ham if they got all this infighting? You know? And and I I don't hear that so much anymore. I'm hearing more of the excitement about the amateur radio. Because truly, Tom, we sort of live in a, I don't want to say a golden age, but it's an amazing age for amateur radio. Look at, you know, all the SDR stuff that we got out there. Mm-hmm. And, seems like every week or two, uh, there's something new. I mean, really uh, groundbreaking new with the radio or with uh, software or 
an antenna design. It's just very, very exciting. And uh, people are, and you know, even a lot of younger folks are getting into it. I mean, look at uh, Soda and Coda. And by the way, we've got some good um, uh, forums coming up for both Soda and Coda this year as well, because it's a big thing. And um, I like doing Coda. Even I will say, you know, I'm an older guy, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I, I take my RV out, but I've got a nice setup, and it's fun doing that stuff. But you know, we do live in such amazing age. I mean, look at that. What I think is neat. I mean, a lot of radio shacks, including mine, I've got all these screens in there now. You know, I can, I, you know, I see what's happening in the world, and I, you know, then I have. Um, QRZ up. So who am I talking to? I can look them up on QRZ. And I have, uh, you know, uh, like HRD software. I can run my radio with a mouse. It just is amazing to me what we can do. And then, you know, I, I do run a, an ICOM 7610 most of the time and, and run that right to a big 43-inch screen. I've got a whole fleet of 43-inch case screens. And it's really fun to watch, actually see everything come to life with radio. And so think about when the people that are in this now reach uh, our age, what will it be like? What are the amazing things that we'll have? You know, uh, and there are so many people that just keep adding to it. Anyway, sorry, Tom, I'm running off of the map. No, you're not. Hey, hey, Michael, let's talk about, let's talk about your website real quick. Just tell everybody what's on your website. And, uh, you know, okay. are you there, Michael? Yeah, that is a uh, that's a picture of uh, of our um, emergency van that we have, and when you go to the website, you know you can get a lot of questions answered there, and uh, just maneuver it, and you know it's generally pretty straightforward. Um, you know, has the date. Also, if you scroll down a little bit, I think it'll tell you a little bit about um, there is uh, updates, text updates that you'll get. And that will be um, our Green County Sheriff's Department. Just an amazing, amazing group. And so they have a, uh, a number you can call. You can sign up and you'll get text messages, things like that. If, uh, if you have a traffic issue somewhere, uh, we'll let you know. But I will say that we have a really excellent talk in. And you can find that all on our website. And um, by the way, where it says improve the show one brick at a time, you know, mm -hmm. if right where the flag flagpoles are in the very center you can buy a brick and you can get your name in there and your call sign and be and be memorialized forever into the uh, hamvention uh hamvention site it's it, it'd probably be a good thing to do so you might want to look at that the matter of fact the proceeds from that go to improving the fairgrounds and i will say every year that group does a lot of uh, work to improve the buildings, the airflow, things like that. As a matter of fact, um, one about a week, maybe a little bit more than a week before the show, I take my RV out there. And uh, I have a spot right next to where everybody comes in because I like to welcome everybody if I can. But I spend the week cutting grass, rolling the fields, especially where the flea market's going to be and getting it smoothed out, getting the place looking good. You know, I, I like to help them out there. And um, so, I, and, and it's good work, it's it's kind of fun, you know, and then I'm there to answer questions. 
I do want to mention, though, too, we have lost um, five committee chairs for Hamvention, five, maybe in the last six months. And, and it's been a tremendous amount of extra work for a lot of us to try to pick up and to uh, keep this thing going with, with the loss of, of uh, those fine uh, leaders. So uh, I'm just, I, you know, I, I'm immersed in this and I always have been. So my my uh, co co volunteers, uh, Hamvention, they gave me a tag and I mean, it says Mayor of Hamvention, but I'm just a regular uh, volunteer like everybody else. By the way, are you getting any questions in your chat rooms for me? Oh well, I'm not sure. I haven't really been looking at it that close. Um, okay. We're running tonight. We're, we actually have three or four different chat rooms running. We've got a YouTube chat room and a Twit chat room. So we're trying to figure out how all this stuff's going to work. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. Okay. Let, let me let me just scroll back through here for a second, and we'll see if um, my computer is not very responsive from time to time. There we go. Um, I don't know if this is going to work out for us or not. While you're looking, I, there's two volunteers I, I want to mention, and that's um, um, Jeff and Hazel Everett's, and they've been on long, long time volunteers, and uh, they do a tremendous amount of hard work for Hambenchen behind the scenes. And, I don't often mention to any of the volunteers names, but those two folks have done so much and they continue to do quite a bit. Um, our talk-in people do a, a, an amazing job and uh, fun to listen to talk-in. One of the early committees I was in charge of was talk-in and we used to run it all night. And so you can imagine what that was like at about two in the morning and some yeah. of the uh, people that would get on there and you know they want to try to trip us up and cause issues, but at the same time, it was so it was so much fun to to do that. But we're looking for uh, really looking for people coming in. We I I don't know if I mentioned this. We have uh, so many people coming in internationally, uh, more so this year than we haven't had in many years. Our international committee for people coming in from other countries. We host a. Um, a gathering on Thursday night, and it's that's on our website, and uh, it's a, it's a wonderful gathering where um, they can ask us questions or just socialize a little bit, and we really like to thank, excuse me, thank them for making the uh, arduous trip from wherever it is they came from. I know we have contingents coming in from China. One of our forum speakers is from China, and he's going to be speaking about amateur radio today in China. So I think that's going to be an, another interesting forum. It's not a real long one. I think that one's only about a half hour, but it's probably quick, succinct, and to the point. It's getting well, it's questions. Great. And it's, um, it's a, really a truly a worldwide event. You've got, you've got hams from around the world that are going to attend here in just a, in just a few weeks. Hey, Michael, thank you so much for coming and being on the show with us. If you want to come in again next week or the week before the uh, Hamvention, uh, you know, feel free to come back and join us. We'd love to have I you if you have any updates. 
Yeah, I, maybe as we grow, just to, uh, in a couple of weeks as we get closer to it. Sure. So don't cut me off altogether. I want to listen to what Rich has to say. Too. Yeah, okay. Just stick around with us and uh, hey, join in. And uh, I'm trying to figure out how to run this thing. And when I don't have you selected as a, in a, as a camera, I, I cannot hear your audio. So we're trying to figure all that out. All right. Well, hey, again, thank you so much, man. Go to hamvention.org for information. Uh, you got a lot. All the information you need is out there, and it's coming up here in three weeks. Getting close. Seven three. Yeah, getting close. Seven three, Michael, and thanks. All right. Let's see if we can bring Rich in here. We can figure out how to do this. Well, let's see. We'll add. We'll add Rich on the screen here. There's Rich. Rich, how you doing, man? Hi there. I'm gonna see if I can't I make you full screen here. There you go. All righty. Hey, man. Hey, Just, tell us all about CQ, A technical man. note for you. I'm, yeah. I'm getting uh, both audio and video have been very choppy. Um, oh, really? So you know that. Yeah. On, on, I don't know if it's choppy. my computer okay. or my internet connection or what, but very choppy video, audio and video. Um, hello to Michael. Haven't seen you in too long. And uh, I wish we were able to come to the show this year. We really miss it. Um Personally, I have a brand new granddaughter who is eight weeks old today and uh, is occupying a whole lot of time. <laughs> and uh, I just uh, can't take that uh, time out right now to make the trip. So hopefully next year we'll be back. Thank you for everything you do for Amateur Radio, Michael, and for your supportive comments. Um, and we couldn't do what we do without our great writers who uh, are doing all these fantastic things and then telling everyone about them. So what fantastic things do we have coming up in May? Um, we've got three articles about Bouvet um, from inside the expedition, the other end of the pile up, and a 1991 DX column about a previous visit to Bouvet, which turned out to be amazingly similar in many, many ways to uh, this trip. So it's uh, it's very, very interesting. Kind of the more things change, the more they stay the same. We also have the CW results of the 2022 CQ Worldwide DX contest. That's always a feature of the May issue. And uh, that basically, between those articles <laughs> and the contest results, that basically covers our feature section of the magazine this month, and we move on to the columns from there. Um, in uh, Learning Curve, KO0Z writes about learning CW, why, why you should want to, first of all, and then a couple of different ways of, of learning CW. And we have more coming up in the, uh, I guess, I guess it was in April, we talked about uh, I instant recognition. So uh, there's uh, quite a bit of interesting stuff on different ways of learning Morse code. Um, in Digital Connection, N2IRZ writes about uh, the whys and witches of networks and help, some help deciding what you need to set up a digital network. Uh, in our kit building column, K0NEB takes uh, the first look at the DZ kit SR74, 
which he calls a new twist on an old favorite. Um, DZ Kit really tries to bring back the style and detail of Heathkit and Heathkit manuals in particular, um, really giving you great step-by-step instructions on how to build the kits. The uh, SR-74 is a receiver kit, and uh, he's got, uh, Joe talks about that both in the May issue and a follow-up in the June issue. In our VHF Plus column, we have uh, best options for software-defined radios for the VHF Plus bands. Uh, most of the software-defined radios that are out on the market right now are primarily focused on HF. So N4DTF takes a look at what you can do with SDR on the VHF and UHF bands. A um, couple of different articles about columns. In our mobile and column, we have mobile, I'm sorry, columns about columns. As you tell, it's late here. Uh, columns about awards. Um, NS6X, our new mobiling editor, writes about mobile awards and activities, and that's followed up by our awards column, KIKWR, gives us the information on the King Charles III Coronation Award, which is going to be offered uh, <clears throat> during May, the month of uh, King Charles' coronation, by stations in the UK. Um, in Ham Notebook, KH6WZ returns to one of his ongoing themes of presenting ham radio at maker fairs and uh, how he prepares for it. And um, his theme always is not your grandpa's ham radio. And uh, he definitely demonstrates that. In our contesting column, N3QE asks the question and answers it. Do contesters respond to per mode point differentials and contest rules? Uh, in other words, for some contests, you get more points for a CW contact than you do for a phone contact. In other contests, a phone contact may point, count more. So Tim took a, a deep dive in analyzing the differences in, in participation in different modes and scores. And does it really make a difference if you have these point differentials? And uh, it's fascinating read if you're even if you're not a contester just really good uh analysis there and we wrap up with our propagation column on an amazing light show talking about aurora uh we've had a lot of we had just a couple of days ago too obviously that's not making it into the may issue but uh, we'll see about getting it into june and uh i also writing about propagation in my editorial this month which I'm titling The Macintosh Maximum. Um, some people may recall that during the waning days of Cycle 24 and the issuance of a very pessimistic official outlook for Cycle 25, a lot of people were wondering if we are in for another Maunder minimum, which was a period back in, the, I think it was the 1600s, uh, yeah, between 1645 and 1710. There were basically no sunspots at all. Didn't affect radio at that time because there was no radio. But uh, a lot of people were wondering whether we're heading into another extended period of very low sunspot counts and poor propagation. The answer to that 
as anyone who has been on the HF bands recently can tell you is an emphatic no. The one group that was an outlier to the official pessimistic propagation forecast or sunspot forecast was a group run by uh, Dr. Scott McIntosh from the National Center of Atmospheric Research um, out in Boulder, Colorado. And he and his group were predicting a very, very strong cycle, um, possibly, you know, competing with cycle 19, the, the huge cycle of the late 1950s. And the way that the cycle is rising, the speed and intensity with which it's rising now is uh, suggesting that he may be closer to being accurate than the rest of the official forecasters were. Um, don't know if it's going to be uh, competing with cycle 19, but definitely could look uh, good in terms of comparing to cycle 21 and cycle 22, which were also very, very good cycles. And uh, his latest forecast is that it's going to peak higher sooner and higher than predicted as well. So that is a basic look at what's coming up in the May issue of CQ. Um, our spring fever promotion is still going on. Uh, get the uh, best deals of the year from us at our website, www.cq-amateur-radio.com. And uh, we're looking forward to having you uh, join us as part of the CQ family and read either our print or digital edition and uh, share in all the great stuff that we're able to report. All right. Well, great, man. There's a, there's a lot of information there and we're so glad you're back with us on a regular schedule. Now, you know, we've, uh, we've, uh, been together a couple of times this month. We kind of got, uh, yeah. uh it, it was our fault. We got kind of out of schedule here with the, uh, uh, with the updates on CQ, but, uh, yeah. glad you're with us and glad you were able to give us an update tonight. And, uh, I've got to start looking at some of those DX locations there and get back on the air here. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see if I can. I'm gonna try something here, Rich. I'm gonna bring in. Let's see. If, let's see if Michael's still here. Let's just see if. I, let's let's just see how many people I can bring. In. Oh, hey, there's Alan. Let me get Alan in here, guys. Let me see if I can get Alan in here. Look at there. There's Alan. Hey, hey, Alan. How you doing, man? All right. How you doing? <laughs> All right, man. You were traveling. Uh, I didn't expect to see you tonight. Yeah. No, long, Tom, long I'm going to have to run, so I'm going to say good night, everybody. Oh, oh, okay, uh, very good, Rich. Thank you so much, man. Okay. So, good night. See you next month. Uh huh. Good night. All right. So, hey, welcome, uh, Alan. Uh, looks like you got. Are you in a hotel or are you at home? I'm at a hotel. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like it okay, could yeah, be yeah, a, yeah, a, a hotel there. Yeah, I started off at home this morning about 8 o'clock, and I drove to Boston, four-and-a-half-hour ride, and had an appointment in Boston, and then got in the car and a five-hour ride here to Syracuse. So I'm in Syracuse right now, Syracuse, New York. Yeah, well, very good. Uh, I'm typing here in the chat room. We've got to, we're, we're testing stuff tonight. we got so much stuff going on. We're trying to go to, like, five uh, different uh, social medias and we got okay. all kinds of stuff going on. We we need we need an engineer like you in here to help us here. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. 
I've actually I'm actually on my iPad here using my hotspot in the hotel room, so hopefully yeah. it's coming through okay. Well, you're showing a full six, is it six, one, two, three, maybe five bars, whatever the, I can't, I need my glasses improved. But okay. I'm seeing, uh, look, at you're, you're full scale on bars here. Now, Rich was, uh, Rich was a little low. He was doing about one bar uh, most of the time there. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, we're trying this out tonight. It's got some great uh, features and benefits to it, but I'm not sure it's going to run very well for us. Well, the the video quality uh, is better than what we've seen through you know the old the old uh, however you were doing it before. I mean, Rich's video quality, at least from what I could see here, was actually quite good. Yeah, we we normally run like 720p, uh, but uh, with with this we're running 1080 1080p, yeah. I think. So I don't know. Someone yeah, said he was seeing someone said he was seeing 360p, but I, I think uh, YouTube will slow okay. it down. And on YouTube, if you will click down yeah. at the bottom right, you can actually select auto or you can select what speed you want to view at. Right, right. Well, I think I think what I usually like a, a, your your video quality normally is good, but it's the other folks that, you, that are coming in through your console are the ones that are usually suffered. But uh, I said uh, in this case, you know, Rich looked pretty good. I haven't looked. I haven't been on long enough to see anybody else yet, but uh, but that all looked good. Yeah. Uh, well, what what city are you in tonight? I am currently in East Syracuse, New York. Ah, Syracuse, New York. Okay, we got oh, some yeah, friends was, up here in Syracuse. Okay, yeah. So this is after a five hour ride from Boston and a four and a half hour ride from home. So I've been I put almost six hundred miles on today. So <laughs> okay, I'm not sure I'd like to live up here. I think Syracuse gets over ten feet of snow per year, maybe fifteen feet. Yeah, not, not my cup of tea either. Yeah, yeah. I guess all that water, all that snow comes across the uh, the lake up here, man. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, uh, popping in here. Let me uh, let me see if I can bring a couple more people in here with us uh, and and see. Let me get. Let me let me put Glenn in here. Yay, I think I'm things back. are. Yeah, you're back, man. I think things are a little slow. Let's put Michael in here. Let's get Michael in here. There we go. There we go. We got Michael in here now. Let's see who anybody else. I think uh, Richard said he had to go. So let's see. Okay. So, um, yeah, we got everybody in here, I think. Am I missing anybody? No, I don't think so. Um, I, Michael, I want to say thank you for letting me do a forum there um, on the Arduino on uh, Saturday. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I don't. Which forum room are you in? Do you recall? Um, I think it's four. Okay. That's a great room. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Hmm. And it's, That's a great um, room. It seats a lot of people. It'll be good. Oh, glad it should be a lot of fun. Glad you're going to do it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is this is something I've wanted to do for a long time, so I think it's going to be a blast. Yeah, Excellent. I got to uh, give a forum last year with uh, Bill Brown's uh, pickle balloon. He turned it over to me, and I had a great time, uh, you know, sharing with uh, everybody there uh, about the pickle balloons. Uh, there's a lot of it was a big crowd in there. So if it's like all the other, if all the other forums like that one, you're gonna have a lot of people there. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, this is this is something I've been wanting to do a long time, and I'm gonna see if I can't get a double RL to kick in some goodies and stuff for my forum. Mm -hmm. So we'll see see what we can give away. I was just okay. up at a double RL uh, last week. Ah, cool. 
actually kind of went uh, dual purpose. Uh, number one, to go visit, but number two, uh, actually had an interesting little project. I don't know if you had seen my, the last video that I put up, where I was taking a look at the key up transients of an Alinco FM transceiver. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I actually had a ham down in Georgia said he was getting interference from a local digi-repeater, digipeter. He was trying to do some low-power, uh, uh, low you know, weak signal, uh, signal sideband work on the low end of two meters and was getting these pops in his receiver, traced it to a local digipeter, and they were using these Alinko DR135 FM transceivers. And he, he ran some tests and saw that they were, when they keyed up, were kind of all over the band for a little bit. So he actually sent me two of them to see if I could test them, and I took a look at them, and sure enough, they wiggled a good four or five megahertz on either side of center frequency before they settled out. It took almost 100 milliseconds to settle out. So um, so we were talking with some of the folks over at, at the AWRL labs to see if they had seen this. And I shared my video with them. And uh, just so happened, I had a colleague, uh, a colleague of mine uh, traveling with me uh, last week, another ham, w, uh, W4 Tango Mike. He was traveling with me, so we took a ride up to the AWL headquarters uh, because you know, a lot of the old, a lot of the guys have retired there. Zach Lau retired, uh, Ed Hare retired last week or two weeks ago. So, uh, so there's a whole new guard there doing all the testing and everything like that. So we met with uh, with George and uh, uh, and he's the new lab manager, and I gave him some driving lessons on their real time spectrum analyzer that they have and kind of shared the results that I had on that that radio. So. So it was a, you know, kind of a, a nice, fun visit, as well as kind of hopefully educational for them. Very cool. Well, in testing tonight, Alan, your audio is kind of crackling. I mean, we can hear you. Yeah, I thought it was okay. just me. But it's got a crackle to it. Nobody else is crackling. So we're going to have to give you 10 demerits tonight. Uh -huh. Wait a minute. He's in a hotel room. At least he's here. I'm yeah, in a hotel that's room true. on a hotspot, so that's yeah, <laughs> got him some slack. Yeah, he sent me. Uh, uh, Alan sent me a note and said he wasn't going to make it tonight because he was out traveling. And uh, I said, well, you know, hey, put us on your phone while you're driving here. Just don't run over anybody. But looks like <laughs> you made it to the hotel. Yeah. They keeping you on the road a lot these days? Yeah, it's been traveling, traveling a lot. This give you an idea. I got a new car in December. And I've got uh, eleven thousand miles on it. Oh, good heavens! Whoa, <laughs> man! Me. Well, I'm fixing to do my drive up to Dayton. You know, I flew last year, and this year I decided I'm going to be driving. So, I'm going to be enjoying that nine, ten hours. You know, I How many miles I was, is it for you? Uh, like seven hundred something, I think. Okay. Well, let's see. Yeah, I'm still frozen here. Guys, I don't know if I like this or not. I mean, I kind of like some of the features, but uh, yeah. you guys are looking at it. You guys are looking at it from uh, the distance. What do you think? Uh, is this something we want to try to improve and keep well, working? Your, or? your video's choppy right now. Is it? Yeah. I don't know why it would be choppy. I, oh, I'll tell you what I think. I think it's probably the computer uh, is... How much stuff? A lot of video stuff. A lot of video stuff going on. Probably the yeah. How the much stuff are you running on your internet right now? Yeah. Well, what is that? 
how much stuff are you running on your internet? You well, might I don't know. I've got. Well, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've got a fairly decent internet connection. It's like a thousand megs down, and but only got twenty megs up. Uh, we've got quite a number of things here. I've got a number of uh, switches and uh, hubs and uh, their gigaports, and uh, we probably got twenty things plugged into uh, the Ethernet around here. And then you got all the things now. Nowadays, everything runs on the internet, whether it's Ethernet or not, man. I mean, if you, if you got a smartwatch, it's communicating. Your phone's communicating. Wire everything. You know, your refrigerator, everything, man. So there's a lot of stuff out here. Yeah. And, you know, in my case, it's locked my computer up twice already. I had to lower the, the video resolution to keep it from locking it up. Yeah. Well, I, I really think that this computer probably is some of the cause of not processing this very well. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just go ahead and get me a new computer and try it. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with what it, what it kind of does. Hey, guys, if you're listening out there on International Shoreway, let me just make an announcement here. You're, you're, you're watching or listening to. You're not watching. Uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable, and I'm Tom, and I have a face for radio. That's why you're watching. That's why you're listening tonight. Uh, anyway, uh, it's the show about ham radio. We're glad you're with us. Love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Uh, join our Facebook group, 14,000 members in our Facebook group, w5kub.com again. And uh, uh, if you'd like to tune into the show live and watch the video, uh, next week is every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Time. And that would be, I think, now 0100 UTC on Wednesdays, uh, if you can stay up that late. So, hey, tonight we're trying something new. This is the first time we've ever done it. We're streaming on we're supposed to be streaming on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Trovo. Several people told us that the, it looked like the video was turned off on some of the other services by the owner, that me, which I didn't do. I need to figure out, you know, how to remedy that. But uh, so we're, uh, you know, hey, we may be bringing down the Internet tonight. The nice thing is all you guys on the show you're not coming through my studio here and going back out on my internet connection. So people are looking are looking at you directly uh, without it coming through here. So that helps a little bit. And uh, we'll just keep playing with this. I'm not totally sold on it yet. Yeah, because you're, you're doing the old, you know, black and white Saturday morning matinee movies with your lips and video out of sync and stuff oh yeah well you know black and white now you remember the old kung fu movies you'd watch on saturday morning yeah yeah because because uh, you're you're in sync glenn with me no problem as well so it's, uh, it's just tom that's a little bit I've seen. oh man i that test pattern as a kid you know, we sat in front of the TV set and watched that for an hour, well, waiting for the cartoons to come you, on. You stayed up. You stayed up too late if you watched that. Or no, maybe we got, got up, up too early. early. Got you up know. too early. I don't know, man. You know, uh, how do I get back? Get back. 
There we go. Okay. All right. Hey guys, let's do one thing. Let's take a let's take a quick break here. I've got audio. I hear myself over there. I hope you guys aren't getting too much audio feedback. Uh, I think uh, next time I need to try to find some earbuds and do that. I've, I've the last nine years we've not used any earbuds, but now that the setup's a little different, I need to have volume so I can hear you guys talk back to me. Okay, Chris says no feedback there. Hey, uh, let's do this. We'll be right back in just a minute. Don't everybody go away. We'll, we'll find something here good to talk about in just a minute. Um, well, stand by. Got cabin fever? Look no further. Spring is in the air, and ICOM has just what you're looking for. We have top quality base stations, mobiles, and handhelds that are perfect for working your favorite bands. Want to catch a sneak peek at our upcoming IC905 SHF release? See it at our booth at the Dayton Hamvention. ICOM's newest amateur FM transceiver is the IC V3500. With a compact body and simple interface, this radio is a must for those looking for a long-range mobile with a fresh look. The ICT-10 is a rugged portable that meets or exceeds standard military testing. With an IP67 waterproof rating, the ICT-10 can withstand any field activities ahead. Hear transmissions and listen to FM broadcasts with the loud 1500 milliwatt speaker. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various transceiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changes the way entry-level HF is designed. The IC705 is a perfect sidekick and QRP companion. Base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs just over 2 pounds with an RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and the IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. The ID5100A is innovation and mobility taken to the next level. Designed from user input, the ID5100 offers an intuitive user interface experience with an industry-leading touchscreen display. The ID5100A is one of the most advanced dual-band mobiles on the market today. The ID52A is a VHF-UHF dual-bander with D-Star and FM dual-mode functions and is the first handheld amateur audio transceiver with a full-color 2.3-inch waterfall display. This radio supports conventional FM communications and D-Star simplex, repeater, regional, and worldwide calls over the D-Star Internet Gateway. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. All right, I think we're back. Heck, I need, I need a... I need an engineer to run this thing <clears throat> so we can do a show. <sighs> hey, Glenn, uh, I can <clears throat> I can send a link out to you or Alan or anybody, <clears throat> and you guys can be the, you have the same uh, control that I have, and you can control it. Do you really want me in control? 
Well, that's the reason I didn't send it to you tonight, the, the <laughs> co-host link. I, you know, I, I, uh, I was afraid you might you might put us on some course and then fall asleep like you did last week, and then you yeah. know, might not could get out of it, man. Yeah, there you go. Put us into an iceberg or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Magic Man said he could help. Well, you know, you know, I guess it doesn't even have to be a ham. I, I, I was talking to Magic Man here in the chat room. He doesn't have his ham license, but I think he's really interested in ham radio. I guess I could let anybody out here, any viewer, be a, uh, a co-host, and he would have access to all the camera switching and everything. Uh, that might be fun to try. Yeah, yeah, I'd say give it to Magic Man. Give him a try. Yeah, Magic Man said he's a licensed general. There you go. Give um, him a shot. That's worst right. You can, Magic worst, Man. worst that can happen is he fails as miserably as we do. Yeah. But, you know, you uh, my my opinion is, Tom, try this one more time before you ax it, because maybe there's some things you can do better and and uh, <clears throat> reevaluate. Uh, it may be a pretty good platform, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm uh, I'm more concerned about it. The freezing up, the video freezing here. I, I can see it when it freezes on various people. Um, I'm especially concerned about it freezing on me. I think it's the computer here doing it. Uh, so yeah, no, yeah. nobody else is freezing on my end. Everybody else is smooth. It's just yours, Tom. It's freezing. So I'm the only one that's looking bad. Yeah, I mean no, they, the terrible. resolution's good, but it's just it's just freezing, and everybody else is nice and smooth. Yeah, I see. Like right now, I, I it looks like I've got good movement there. I don't know. It seems like it comes and goes. I guess that could be You're not processor. moving at all right now. Oh, I'm not? You're not? You're not? No. No. Well, actually, well, that's he that's is. That's interesting. I, you know, I, maybe everybody's got a different connection. Uh, I'm also looking at another monitor across the room that's logged in as a remote, uh, just like you guys are. Right now, I'm moving, but that doesn't mean... Yeah, I haven't seen you really freeze anything. since you came back from the, the commercial. Yeah. So if I go full, if I go full, if I go full like this, let me see if I can make this thing freeze. Let me just put a lot of activity in here, man. I don't know. Well, it does look a little bit jerky, like the yeah, the high-speed video you see on TV. Yeah. Little, little choppy, just barely. Like, like the max headroom. Yes. Was that choppy? No, it, it looked drug-induced. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I was going to say you probably thought I was having a stroke or something, you know, with uh, with this. Oh, man. Let's see. Yeah. Leave the mushrooms you know, will, alone, Tom. Yeah. I will say for my video, I live in a, I live in a rural, very rural area south of Zinn, Ohio, in Greene County, but um, I am using the Elon Musk uh, Starlink. Oh, wow. And yeah. Very cool. So I probably am going to freeze every now and again yeah. and have issues, but it's so much better than HughesNet. It's cheaper. I'm really happy with it. So thank you, Elon. Very yeah. neat. So I'm looking right now, and you guys can probably see it also. Down by the name, there's a little signal strength indicator. Not sure what it means. <clears throat> I'm not on Wi-Fi. I'm on Ethernet. I'm showing full signal. Michael, you, you dropped down to a couple, but you're back full. Yep. Uh, Alan, Alan's dropping up and down a little bit. I, I don't know what that means exactly. Yeah. 
might Glenn's, be an indication Glenn's, of our, the bandwidth we've got available. Glenn's got an asterisk. Uh-huh. I've got an asterisk. Yeah, that's I've never seen that. That's pretty. But now you're full. What? I've got I've got something else. I don't know what it is by my name. Uh, I've got a little mic symbol, a signal symbol, yeah. and it looks like a cogwheel. Do y'all see that? That's usually a yeah. settings thing. Can you click on it? Can you click on it? See well, let me it? see. I don't know. I don't know. No, I cannot. Oh, maybe that cogwheel means you're in control. You're the master. Oh, maybe. Oh, hey. Well, there we go. Yeah. Probably. That's... <laughs> I think I'm in control, or I'm trying to. Be. <clears throat> All right, well, guys, hey, what are, what are we going to talk about tonight? Come on, let's 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 find something here and get interesting. Hey, you know, I I I got it. one of my magazines came in the the FCC new requirements for what is that radiation? Uh, it's coming up here. Yeah, in about I don't know a month or less. Next week is May third or fourth. Yeah, and I, I haven't read it all yet, but it, it, uh, Alan, can, can you give us detail? Do you know detail? I mean, that's uh, something we bit. all have to do, right? Yeah, it's just a little bit. It's just that um, there's no more uh, categorical uh, exemptions where it used to be that, like a handheld radio, or you know, if you're running, you know, two meters with less than this this amount of power, you don't have to do the survey anymore. You know, were just categorical exemptions, which are going to no longer apply. So you, you really need to run through the the exposure or emissions um, calculator for every band and mode that you operate. Uh, you don't have to report anything. You don't have to send records anywhere. But you are required to have run through those calculations for every band and mode that you operate. And there's nothing that's wow. just automatically exempt from and, doing that. And that's, that, that's a form you're supposed to have on file, is that correct? Well, the idea is, is that, you, that you've run the calculations and that you can, sh- if someone ever asks, you can show them that. And there is a, yeah. there is a, a form uh, on the AWR website that you go there and you can just fill things out, fill in you know, the band, the mode, the antenna type, and how far people can be from it and that type of thing. And, and, and when you run it, it gives you some results, like in terms of you know, how far people need to stay away or whatever. And if you just do that once and print that page out for every band and mode that you operate on, that's in your record. And the only time you've got to repeat it is if you make changes to your station. Yeah, and I've got multiple antennas out there. I've probably got four or five different antennas. I guess I'd have to run that on all of them. You have to run it for any, any band and mode that you run on any of the antennas, all those combinations... You'd have to spend the time to do that, but you only need to do it once. As long as you don't make any changes, then it's good for, you know, forever. Yeah. Now, do I need to report on that thing there? If I've got my these three amplifiers over here with a power splitter or a, a, what a power adder, what do you call it, where they all go into the same antenna? Do I, yeah, do I need what to, I would say is I need to talk about that, those- you know? If you run those calculations with like the max power that you'd be running, and then the you know the highest duty cycle band you know, mode that you're running, you know, anything anything that is a lower duty cycle or running lower power, as long as the other one you know is kind of covered and no one's going to get close enough to cause any problems, they you probably don't need to run the other one. But I would say if you run a worst case with you know with each band and mode and power level and antenna, um, then that's all you really need to do. And it might point out that hey, you might have 
might someone might be able to get too close to an antenna at a certain mode, and you may want to just you have to deal with that. Yeah. But uh, the idea is that there's no exemptions anymore. So well, it's similar to what came out two years ago in terms of running the calculation, but now you've got to do it for everything. All right. So what I said was kind of a joke. I was trying to be funny, but I think you oh. took it kind of seriously. Sorry. Uh, yeah, hey, that, that brings me to a little story. It brings me to a story here. Uh, Owen, you guys probably know Owen Garriott, uh, astronaut. He was the first one to take ham radio into space. Anyway, I was talking to Owen one day, and uh, I said, Owen, I, I understand it. you got a machine that converts your urine to clean water, and you guys drink it. And I said, uh, how do you know when that machine doesn't work right? Does it taste bad? So I was just trying to put a little humor in there. And boy, you know, Owen was a, he's a scientist, man. And he gave me 15 technical reasons on why it was clean enough to drink. He, he explained. If you ask an engineer a question like that, you're going to get yeah, an engineer. He, he explained how, you know, it ain't going to go bad. You know, it's, it's good water. Don't worry. And of course, uh, our friend astronaut Doug Wheelock, you know, he, he's got a saying, you know, uh, what is it? Today's coffee is tomorrow's coffee, or something like that. I, I forget exactly <laughs> what he said, but uh, anyway. So I know I was I was kidding about doing a using a power uh, combiner and running multiple high power amplifiers into a combiner and running them into uh, one antenna. Now that may sound crazy, but that that can be done, right? I mean, I, I, you're. Well, I, yeah, I know, I know, I know on some of the MFJ uh, amplifiers, or maybe, no, yeah, some of the amplifiers, they run, you know, two different outputs, and they combine them, and I yeah, guess they, that's they, the same thing. Yeah, they just have to be in phase, and that's a lot easier yeah. to do if it's all in one box. If you got a separate amplifiers to make sure they're in phase uh, is probably not so easy, because yeah. if they're not in phase, they could add in a destructive way, and you, you cancel your power instead of enhancing it. They've actually all got to be in phase if you're going to do that. Now, if they were if they were 180 degrees out of phase, would they actually cancel each other? You think? Yeah, they they'd work against each other and cancel each other out. Yeah. That's so interesting. Now, one thing we do for field day is we have essentially duplexers or bandpass filters for each band, and so we can run multiple transceivers on the same antenna. Mm-hmm with one feed point at the antenna, we run a, a log periodic so we can run uh, basically, uh, what is it, uh, 20 through 10 on the log periodic. And then we also have a 40 meter dipole. And uh, so you can you can share the antennas as long as only one transmitters on a, any given frequency. Okay, well, let me, uh, while, I, while I have uh, Alan here, let me ask him a technical question about this. We're talking about phase and power and so forth. You know, when our little trackers, our little trackers that we build for our for our Pico balloons, there's one right here. Weighs about weighs about one and a half grams. So we come out of a SI fifty fifty three fifty one chip. The RF it comes out and we uh, we put a 20 meter dipole on it. You know, one side's ground, one side's the output of the chip there, uh, and it runs 10 milliwatts. 
the 5351 chip has multiple outputs that you can assign and you can set the phase on them. And we're thinking about uh, programming the second output uh, 180 degrees out of phase and running and running the not not running the antenna to ground but running the antenna to that output so we'd have one antenna one leg of the antenna on one output and one leg of the antenna on the other output and they're both running 180 degrees out of phase what's wrong with that Alan well, so in, in a sense you're I'm, similar to I'm sorry maybe may, I mean wait should I say out of phase or should they be in phase they should well, be out of phase well, it really depends know. on where you're feeding. I mean, one thing, you're almost simulating what happens on a balanced line, right? So yeah. on a balanced line, you know, the, the signals kind of go in opposite directions on a balanced line. So you could, in effect, do the same thing, um, you know, that, that happens on a balanced line. So without the balance, you're just going to drive the thing differentially directly. So what you're talking about yeah. is driving it differentially. So, we, and so you're really just mimicking what happens on a balanced line. So right. in theory, it would work if you maintain that phase. So we would put them 180 degrees out of phase. They wouldn't cancel. Right. Yeah, because because they're because they're the antenna is going to be between them. Either or, or yeah. at the feet point, but at the center of the dipole, you know, just like you're you're, you're feeding right. with a balanced line to the center of the dipole, right? Okay. So we're so, thinking uh, about doing that. We're thinking about building that up in a little test gig here and, and testing yeah. that now. The, the the output is 10 milliwatts. I don't think if we do that, I don't think we're going to gain any power. I think the power will still be 10 milliwatts. What do you think? Well, I think if you're you're doubling the voltage swing that appears at the feed. Point. Yeah, you're, so, that's right. Well, so so if you're doubling the voltage swing, you you could get you, you'll increase the power. But the question you, you is, would, what the impedance is not going to be exactly 50 ohms as seen by yeah. each one. So that's going to affect how much actually how much power gets delivered. But you are doubling the voltage swing when you drive. So that's power. right. If we double the voltage, we're actually going to be doubling the power. Well, in theory, if you double the voltage, you quadruple the power. Ah. But, but because huh. the impedance is not going to be 50 ohms anymore, because it's going to be affected yeah. by whatever the source impedance is of the 5351, you may not get you know, the quadruple in power. But you will get an increase in power. But, oh. uh, but you have to kind of go test it to see what you get. Yeah, I'll have to put that on the uh, spectrum analyzer here and look at it. Uh, you know, I'm, we're running one uh, one of my balloons right now that's flying down near Antarctica. And, and by the way, we launched uh, we launched a bunch of balloons down in Antarctica here um, a couple months ago, and they all they all died out eventually. But uh, uh, we launched one from Memphis, and this it's very strange. We launched one from Memphis, and it it basically crossed the equator, and it's flying around the Earth down in Antarctica now. And that's one out of a thousand might cross the equator. That's typically didn't what happened. But the point I'm trying to get to is here. Uh, that one has a uh, homebrew 100 milliwatt PA on it. So we're running about 100 milliwatts on that one. But if I could take that same little chip right there, uh, you probably can't even see it. Let me see if I can get it close. That little yep. squared bottom uh, left, that little bitty one down in the bottom left corner, or right bottom left corner, yeah. That is the 50, SI5351, 10 milliwatts. And if I could get... 20 milliwatts out, 18 milliwatts. That would be a good improvement, you know, to that. Well, have, you seen, have you seen an improvement with your 100 milliwatt over the over what you typically fly? 
Well, it's hard to say. Even the 10 milliwatts does so good, uh, Michael. The 10 milliwatts easily transmits 9,000 uh, kilometers. So we're, we're, getting, we're getting them picked up everywhere. But there's some places in the world that the communications is very bad. I think we just lost Michael. Did we lose Michael? Yes. Let's see what happened here, Michael. Uh, let's see if he's back. Uh, see. Don't see him. Don't see him. His Starlink may have gone down. <laughs> yeah, and see my 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 computer. Sometimes kind of scroll through the cameras here, and sometimes my my computer didn't want to scroll. So I, I'm sure this is a um, processor type issue that I'm having here. Now, uh, if you're going to be running that 180 out of phase, uh, how would that really affect your effective radiated power, Alan? Not so much. Well, the, the power itself it, it, but the radiated yeah i mean it's it's similar to you know taking your signal from the coax and going into a balance right because you go from mm -hmm. you go from the unbalanced coax to a balanced feed you're just driving balanced speed to begin with right so yeah. um but assuming you get the same voltage swing on both sides you're, you're effectively doubling the amount of voltage that's available instead of one one side sitting still and you're bouncing one you're bouncing both so the peak-to-peak -peak voltage in terms of taking the difference between those has gone up. So you should increase your effective radiated power, but because the impedance seen by each of those lines is likely not going to be the same, uh, the impedance is probably going to go down. That's going to reduce the total power output, right? If it was still 50 ohms and 50 ohms, in theory, you double the voltage, you quadruple the power, right? But here we're, we're probably having the impedance so the, the net effect is that we may double the power, right? So we talked a minute ago about amplifiers going into combiner, and if it were 180 degrees out of phase, that it would probably cancel the signal. But I guess it's because right. we're feeding it. We're feeding it differently here. We're we're feeding it into two different legs of a of a dipole. Right. Right. Yeah, it's just like uh, it's just like feeding a dipole with with twin leads, right? Because you just got to yeah. wiggle, you know, either either end of the dipole. So yeah, well, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, doubling your power only gives you what one s unit. Well, double your power is only half an s unit, right? You know, so your how much are you really going to gain there, Tom? Yeah, double your power is, is is three three dB, and S unit is typically six. So. That's right. Yeah. Well, I you know, Dan and Whisper, we don't we don't really use S units. It's so so the signal's so low you can't hear it. Right. I don't even know if that's it. Man, right now I'm looking at things here, and my uh, local screen here is frozen. But am I moving uh, for you guys? I mean, yeah, well, yeah you're, you're freezing for me. Oh man. I, I, it's going to take some figuring out here. Somebody asked in the chat room, uh, what is a uh, magic man said? What's a good antenna for an apartment high up on the third floor? I guess it depends on what bands you want to work. Uh, maybe what power. I mean, I, I'd hate to think I want to run two kilowatts up there uh, with a, a little cheapy antenna. But, you know, third floor, I don't know. It depends on do you have a tree outside your window or are you going to have to mount it on a balcony? It, it a lot of things, yeah. but uh, yeah, an, an end-fed wire into a tree would work. 
uh, yeah. a magnetic loop would work. Uh, the nice thing about the magnetic, magnetic loop, it's very efficient, but it's also extremely narrow banded. So you yeah. got to you got to tune you tune more than a couple of kilohertz, you got to retune the antenna, so it's really touchy. Or an end-fed yeah. wire may work pretty well if you if you can throw a wire into a tree or something off the third or fourth balcony, it might work pretty well. Well, let me let me say this: one of the one of the best ways I found to go uh, is if you if you want to work all bands and have a decent match your radio. Just get you a little auto tuner, something like a SGC. I've got an SGC tuner here. MFJ makes them, uh, LDG. A lot of people make these little auto tuners, and you can get them for $250, you know, and just take a random piece of wire. And, I mean, on the third floor, you could, uh, well, I was going to say, you could just drop a wire over your uh, over your balcony and let it go down to the ground, but you wouldn't want to do that. Somebody might touch it and get, get shocked, but... If you can run it out to a tree or something, I mean, just 250 bucks and, and uh, no cost for, uh, you know, surplus wire will get you on any band, and it, it works just well, really course, great. Yeah, of course, you, if you're so inclined, you could build yourself a, a manual tuner and, and do it that way for less well, that's than true. I, that's true. I mean, an LC network, just just a capacitor and a and a coil, and uh, you can tune it, and uh, you know it'll work fine. You, it's just you'd be making your um, you know a mechanical tuner, and you'd have to you'd have to do it. Let's see. Yeah, back in the day when I lived in an apartment, I loaded the rain gutter, treated it like a random length wire. Um, I had uh, thirty gauge wire wrap wire that was virtually invisible and I'd throw that off of my balcony, my second floor balcony into a pine tree out back and give me a long wire. Um, so you've got lots of options you can try. Uh, I went to Minneapolis one year and took my uh, Atlas 210 uh, transceiver with me and it was like the sixth floor that I was on. So I dropped a a, uh, a lead weight and a piece of wire out the window and loaded it up with his uh, MFJ tuner and off I went. Yeah, yeah MFJ. I'm the hotel room on the fourth floor here. I've got my KX2 with me. I might uh, throw a wire out the window, see if I can make a couple of CW yeah. contacts before I go to bed. Yeah. MF, MFJ makes a little loop tuner. And uh, you can, you know, usually your a lot of your hotel rooms just have like a big double or triple window, window there with curtains and you can just take a, you know, 20 yeah, foot piece, just a 20-foot piece of wire and make you a loop around those curtains right there and put in that little yeah. loop tuner, and it, it will work. Uh, I think you'd be better off if you can get a wire out the window somewhere. And it, yeah, I'm you know, not sure this Most hotel rooms have the windows sealed, though, so you can't do that. Well, so that's you, true. That's true. You, you, might not could, you might not could open it. Well, that keeps you from jumping out the window and things I, like that. I, it looks like I could open it a little bit, enough to throw a wire at it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it might, yeah. might look for me on uh, 75 meters or 40 meters later. <laughs> yeah. The uh, thing to remember is, you know, any antenna will work. Any length of wire will work. You know, the key is to match it. Yes, your performance is going to suffer you know, on a mismatched piece of wire, but it will get you contacts. I well, mean, and Chris mentions here, he's, he's, uh, he's seen people use, uh, the, use two vertical mobile antennas. Yes. But, you know, 
that, that's a compromise again. A mobile antenna is not, you know, a full, you know, length, and that's kind of a compromise. I mean, if you can put something out, if you can just get your piece of wire 30 feet out the window or something, uh, I, I think it would probably work better. Well, you know, um, something I've got I want to play with is uh, JMR Sales built a little hub, and you put four of their 20-meter sticks on it, and it basically turns it into a two-element beam with those 20-meter mobile sticks on it. And it's great for like a field day. It gives you kind of kind of like a little buddy pole. Yeah. Play out. Yeah. And it was, I'm way, I'm dying to play with that. I've tuned it once and really want to play with that. Well, Magic Man says he has a TS-50 and the tuner. Now, I don't know if he's talking about an external tuner or, or I, I don't know if the TS-50 has an internal tuner. I think it does, like the TS-120 and so forth. But uh, yeah, if, you, if you're talking about if you're talking about just a random wire, if it's the internal tuner in that radio, it probably will not tune it. Now, one thing to think about, and it, this is the LDG tuners, they'll tune up to like a 10 to 1 SWR, so they'll literally tune just about anything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I really like mine. Uh, Tom, there's a question just about to scroll off the screen there, question for Alan uh, above the TS-50 and tuner question. Hmm. You have to read what, it to me because I don't have the chat. What is the, uh, what is the permissible second harmonic level for a commercial FM transmitter? I have an FM station eight-tenths of a mile from me that has a second harmonic at S9 plus 20 in the middle of the channel 7 frequency area. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, uh, the SEC requirements are for... FM broadcast. I would imagine it's probably an ex, you know, more than 40 dB down, but yeah. um, you'd have to actually measure the power of the fundamental and then see if this this second harmonic is 40 dB down or not. Um, but because uh, even though it, you know, it might be you know S9 plus for you, that, that still could be 40 dB lower than the fundamental uh, if it's a high power station. You also have to ensure that uh, that harmonic is not being generated in your receiver, right? The fundamental could be getting in your receiver and over overloading the front end, and then that is that could be producing the second harmonic in your receiver. So it might not be something that's actually coming from the transmitter, but coming it's coming from an uh, some front end overload in your receiver. So uh, unless you kind of measure it with some calibrated equipment, that is not going to be subject to getting overloaded you can't just assume that what you're receiving is uh actually being transmitted rather than being inadvertently generated in your receiver yeah and at eight tenths of a mile again you're going to have a lot of induction off of loose wires or anything just kind of hanging there yeah you know one of the things you can do too uh if you don't want to buy an external auto tuner you can uh, use a in-fed antenna, uh, an in-fed antenna, uh, say uh, a half-wave in-fed, and uh, you should be able to work all the harmonic what bands, I guess, above it. Like if you had 40-meter length of uh, half-wave, you could probably work 40, 20, 10. Exactly, with yeah. It. And, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the only thing you need to have on that, half wave 
uh, piece of wire would be a ballon. Uh, I think uh, half. I think a infed half wave is forty nine to one, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, yeah, if you do that, uh, then your internal tuner on, on on most of your radios would 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 tune the rest. I mean, it would be close enough that your internal tuner could uh, could fine tune it. That's the that's the antenna you can do. Yeah, I'm actually looking to pick up one of those N-Feds at Dayton this year. I almost bought it in Orlando and decided I didn't have enough room in the luggage, which is yeah. You know that sounds kind of that sounds kind of extreme. A forty-nine to one. I'm thinking, oh man. Yeah. Geez, yeah. Is that, that going to work? But you know, I you know a random. I think I think the random link uh, wire. Is it the random link takes a nine to one? Is that right? And actually, I'm sitting here looking at the Ultimax, and they're talking a four to one ballon. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. But I, but, I've, I've seen more nine to ones for uh, for random for random link. But that's oh, what I'm planning to to pick up at Dayton this year. You want a random, or you want the half wave? Uh, no, I want the N fed. Um, in fed halfway they've got a short version yeah um, the 53 i think it's the ultimax or something like that it's only a 66 foot total it's 24 49 and 66 foot that's kind of what i'm looking at because my roof is right at 60 feet so well you know 60 66 feet would get you your 40 meters now are they are they saying that'll work 80 um i don't if it says 80 they may have a loading coil in there uh, uh some of the it doesn't, in, doesn't really specify that it doesn't specify the frequency no oh they've got a bazooka for 30 40 80. um then they've got an 80 40 delta loop but nothing else lists the frequencies yeah i tell you delta loop is a good antenna yeah uh, our loop uh, I've got those here, and uh, I don't. I don't guess I see much difference between uh, just a, a square loop or a, a delta loop. They're all the same length, basically, and uh, they work pretty good on all the upper, uh, you know, the upper bands like 80, 40, 20, 15. You just got to cut it for your lowest band. Uh, I think I use on my uh, delta loop. I think I'm, yeah, on my delta loop, I'm using a four to one. Now, I think the, the impedance of a delta loop is supposed to be less. I think it's supposed to be down around 100 ohms. Uh, so, but I've got a, I've got a four to one ballon on there. Four to one ballon would match, you know, 50 to 200. So I was researching it and I found that the delta loop should have about 100 ohms. So I ordered from, uh, from, um, uh, Ballon designs down here, a, a two to one Ballon. And I put that on, and it didn't work near as well. SWR was higher in, in most places, and it didn't work near as good. So I put the four to one back on that. I think Glenn just left us. Oh, okay. His satellite went down. What was that, uh, Alan? Maybe his satellite went down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you right now, I'm, I'm trying to scroll. 
Yeah, I'm trying to scroll between, you know, the different remotes here, and, and my computer doesn't even want to scroll uh, to them. Uh, there we go. Here we go. Let's see if he's called back. He's called back. He's called back. Here we go. Yeah, there my is. audio just froze on me. Yeah. Well, you're looking good now. Yeah. Well, not my video, my audio. This has been running knockwood. It's been running flawless. I'm just running on the iPad here, so... I ran, I dropped my resolution down and that helped it from locking up, but you guys were just talking and next thing I knew I couldn't hear anything and Tom's lips were moving. So I assumed he was saying something. Man, I, my picture here, uh, here in the studio, my picture's frozen right now. Everybody's picture's frozen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. This is going to be a hard one to figure out. I'll uh, I'll work on it. Uh, have you have you got a different computer you could try and just you know, yeah oh yeah I, I I've got a well yeah I've got about fifteen here <laughs> maybe twenty but uh, I need to do some upgrades and get get some you know some newer ones in here I guess yeah a lot of old ones and they've always the old ones i've carried with us like the dating places they've always their laptops i got like 10 or 15 laptops uh they're all the same model and uh uh, they always worked well for things like chat room and and you know a video but uh um i think i need something something a little bit better here maybe for this um, I'm still running Windows 7 on these, and they need to be upgraded. I've got a new one just yeah. sitting on the floor here waiting to be installed. Yeah. And, you know, like Chris mentioned, hey, the bandwidth of, of the cloud account there, I mean, the, the, this company that's supply, supplying the bandwidth, they may be ha- having, uh, uh, you know, bandwidth issues. Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be streaming us to five different services tonight that I selected. So, I mean, you know, if you had 100 people doing that, that's probably a lot of bandwidth, especially at 1080p. So, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell where the problem really is. I mean, I never know. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the world of the Internet and the cloud. You just yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't think we froze as much using the other encoder uh, do, no. do you no i never had any issues with the other encoder this one i can't run my high definition video or it locks yeah. up uh, it, it hasn't locked up since other than like i say the audio just stopped and i couldn't send or receive audio yeah well i'm not sure what we can do you know, and it may, you know, in my case, I'm going to say it's because I'm running Windows 7. Yeah, I think this has some good possibilities. I, I kind of like it. I mean, it, it's much more simplified. It didn't do everything that that, uh, that, that Wirecast encoder does, but I, I kind of wanted to give this a try here. Yeah, it, yeah whichever. I mean, you know, I've... I, I can always upgrade my computers at some point. It's kind of like, let me finish this book I'm working on, and then I will tear everything down and put all the new stuff in. Yeah. And I'm just finishing up the research on that now. Uh, 
Alan, you'd like this. I've been playing with the e-paper, e-ink displays here. And okay. learning how those actually play together and work together and oh, kind of nice. cool. Okay, nice. Well, they're super low power, you know, and they're the kind oh, of yeah. display when you turn power off, they retain the image. Yeah, it's kind of like an electronic Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, and that's that's really fun to play with. Cool. Yeah, I've got a uh, I've got a, a tablet that was designed like a writing tablet with an e-ink display by a company called Remarkable. Yeah, I've got one of those too. I love it. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yes, I use that for work exclusively. That's my notepad. Yeah, I've I used it, it for doing a lot of the notes for my videos because it's really easy to kind of edit them. You can circle stuff and move it around and that type of thing. And then, you know, one one you know one click to create a PDF file. Yeah, and they added, uh, they've added they added some new software. You can now actually type on it as well. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's an update that you can now uh, start uh, typing with it as well. So that's kind of right. cool. Very cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I love it because, you know, you, you know, just you need a new page, just flip the screen and you got a new page and you just keep right on going. And then you got all the cut and paste. And then, like you say, um, it'll synchronize to your other machines and, you know, export it to PDFs and just all kinds of cool stuff. Right, right. So, yeah, that's that's become one of my favorite little things to play with. Yeah. Right, that view there looks – it's so easy to change the different views here. I like this view better. Yeah. But it froze again. I'm frozen. Yeah, you're frozen. Yeah, you're back. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, well. It takes a while for your stuff to catch up, I guess. I wonder. Or you're having I, upload issues with I your bandwidth. I wonder if I decrease. See if I can decrease. Yeah. Decrease your resolution a little bit. Decrease it from 1080. Boy, my computer just slow. I'm going to go down to 480p. Here we go. Go to 480p. All right, I'm at I'm at 480p now. Can you tell any difference? Man, my arm's moving real slow. Your arm's moving real slow. Yeah, it's. I didn't I, I didn't think 480p would do that. I thought it would just be jerky, but yeah. Yeah, it it you may have an upload issue, or that computer just doesn't have the horsepower to do what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, see the fact that most every, everything is is out on the cloud and and it's not here, but there is definitely some processing going on here. I mean, do you uh, see but, any kind of freezing or you know freezing on my moving around if I kind of make a lot of motions? Well, I'm, no, I'm, you're I'm, fine. I'm not now. Earlier, I, there was some on you. Yeah. You know. Like I said, I'm literally on a, a little hot spot in the hotel room here. So. Yeah. It's, you know. Now my uh, signal just went from uh, six five bars to to X. It's yeah, you may back. have you may have upload issues on your internet. Yeah, there, I may have. I may, I may have. Yeah, have. yeah. To run one of those speed tests and see if it's consistent or if it kind of jumps. Yeah, yeah. Let's have you, uh, have let's you paid go. your internet bill this month? Yeah. Well, we're gonna see right real quick here. Uh, we're gonna see. Uh, I don't run look. speed tests anymore. I don't want to be disappointed. You don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Let me let me put this on here. Like that, is that one? Yeah, let's run a let's run a speed test over here on this laptop. This laptop is not a great laptop, but I'm gonna see what kind of speed I get on it. Um, 
get on the right keyboard. Now we can see everything that Tom's been searching for. That's right. That's right. You can't. Where's my speed test? You I, misspelled Mr. it. Yeah, I did. You had speed, you know, S bracket yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll work. There we go. Okay, let's see what we get here. I bet you I'm gonna be disappointed on it. And again, we'll see. And who is your internet provider? It's uh, Xfinity. Because that's who I'm fixing to, to change to this summer. Here we go. Here we go. You know, I found from one browser, from one PC to or another, or different uh, different browsers, I can get totally different speeds. And, well, and this and is acting. This is acting funny right now because it's taking so long to start. Well, and there, you also have to Look remember. There. Yeah. Look at there. You're also running high, you know, you're streaming video up, and that's consuming some of your bandwidth as well. Yeah, but I already get a download test Yeah, here. you should have. That's... I mean, gee, look at that. that that's about, you know, I can have some internet problems. Yeah, it's, it's acting like you got flaky internet. Let's see. Well, let's try speakeasy. We'll try speakeasy.net. Speed test. There we go. All right. Start. Oh, look at you go. Yeah, but that's not that's, good. That's downloaded to the upload is when we want to see this channel. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. great right here. That's not good. Well, <laughs> I, I tell you, but this laptop, it may only have a, well, I was going to say it may only have a 100 megabit uh, uh, Ethernet. That's still, about normal. For, that's about normal. 20. Still, you're about twice what I got. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But look how it's freezing, or I guess, I guess it's just staying yeah. at the same Let's speed. See. I'll speed, speed test again. And I'll tell you what, we're gonna go. We're going to a Memphis. We're gonna test to Memphis. Here we go. Hmm. Might want to change to a different one. Yeah, it looks like I'm not even getting to Memphis. Yay. Yep, you Memphis know. itself may have some issues. Well, they could. They they really could. Uh, we'll try somebody else. Well, now it's working. Now it's working. Well, see, normally, normally I, I, I get like 980 down, but again, I haven't tested on this laptop. This laptop may only have 100 megabit. May only have 100 meg. E Ethernet card. Ethernet in. card, yeah. Uh, that, would, that would make sense. Let's see. Yeah, I see it's... Eh, it's that's about normal for up, that's, up that's speed. That's not horribly bad. Yeah, that's about normal for up speed. Hmm. Okay. May just be the app and that PC just doesn't have the horsepower to do what you're trying to do. Yep. Yeah, Mark says I'm too close. Maybe I'm shooting over him, you know. <laughs> I have found if I go to, like, Chicago or St. Louis or somewhere like that, it, it sometimes you get a better... You know, yeah, when we were on AT and T, we would get different yeah. speeds because one half would ride us through Atlanta, and the other leg would go to New Orleans. And 
depending on which leg we were testing from, we could get different numbers. Uh-huh. Somebody says compare with the speed of dot me. Is that a speed test, dot me? Anybody know. know about that? I'm not familiar with that one, but it might as well. Yeah, probably is. Compare with speed of dot me. Wow. Well, there's no, only one way to find no. out. Speed of dot me. Okay, speed of dot oh, let me try it. Speed, speed uh, dot me. Now, Chris sent me to a uh, infected site. What's that? Speed of dot me. Okay. Say how you test. Start test. This is a new one on me right here. I, I have never. I've never I've used never, that one either. No. I've never used this one before. Uh, let me see if I can. Yeah, yeah, this is a new one right here. Speed, this is called speedof.me. Well, I hit the button, but it didn't do anything. I think this is a oh, fake you site. Have to, you have to accept their privacy oh, policy. Oh, do you? Where, where, where's that? Top right. Top right? See the flashing accept on the right side there. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Oh, boy. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Chris, bad news. He just gave away his firstborn son. That's right. <clears throat> well, that looks weird. That looks weird. It is kind of choppy. Hmm. I guess I need to call Xfinity to tell them I want those dips taken out. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's called qual that's called quality of service. Yeah. So that's that's you know. They're not guaranteeing you a quality of service. They're guaranteeing you an average average speed. So if you, but the quality right. of service would be the continuous low latency thing. Yeah, all your neighbors are watching Netflix, so probably, yeah. Well, okay. Well, there's the downlink. I mean, the uplink side, twenty-two eight. That's not bad. No, the numbers hmm. would seem about right for what you're doing. Uh, yeah, you're going I don't through know. Dallas. 49 is a lot different than 800, uh, 980. But yeah, but you're going, yeah. Yeah, your test server's in Dallas. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're hopping over yeah. from here to Dallas and then up. Uh, huh. Okay, I see. <coughs> well, Mr. said he got it from Freddie years ago. But, yeah, your, your video is definitely choppy. Hmm. I want that fixed. It's looking a little bit better now. It looks good now. I wonder what might. But you went to that lower resolution. I go back to, uh, I'm at 480. I'm going to go back up to 10, uh, 1080p. All right. I'm back up to 1080p now. I'm looking at my, you... my hotspot. I'm averaging, uh, I'm averaging about uh, 10 meg on my hotspot, which is actually pretty good for, for <laughs> download. I'm looking and upload at 8 on my hotspot. Yeah. All right, you guys are going to make me do mine and get embarrassed. All right, let's see it. <laughs> yeah, here's, I, don't, I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but I put my put this on yeah. my screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Hey, that's a cool site. I never knew that. Speed of. Not me. 
I'm going to guess when. I'm going to guess you got uh, 570K up. <laughs> no, I've actually got uh, 22 down. Yeah. Which is not too horribly bad. And up is going to be like five, I would say. Yeah. Five oh, to six. See, right but, now, on but my. I'm in Mississippi. Right now on my screen, everybody's got perfect movement. Everything looks good. Everything looks good. Hmm. Yeah. No. It, yeah. I wonder, it I wonder if it's the processing with your green screen background. If you didn't yeah. do that, if, uh, you know that, that might be. As well. I can turn. Uh, let me do this. Bam. How's that? I guess we can play with that for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it does. Still, he's a little jerky. I mean. I've, I'm not seeing anything with mine or Alan's. No, Alan's yeah, are perfectly see, smooth. So everybody's everybody's really smooth right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're the jerking around one. Am I? Is mine's jerking? Yeah. Yeah, you, you got the max headroom thing going. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Now he's just got to do the audio to match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do I, that either. I've got. I've got. There were some guys at work. They could talk. They could do that Chinese uh, talk to you. Know, yeah, I know how they no, did it, man. I can't do you know, that. They can make it look just like it was the movie, man. <laughs> no, that's oh. not something I've ever been coordinated enough to try. Oh, right, well, look, this is looking pretty good right now. Enough without trying to chop it up. Yeah, this is looking pretty good right now. So I don't know. I, my problem is typically uh, I don't have a lot of other people here to test with, so we're kind of yeah, using you're a. You're buffering uh, a lot, and your your meter is going down to. You're on three bars now. Well, it's showing full here. I'm huh. showing you at three bars, four bars. Yeah, now mine went down to three, and you're now four. Your yeah. video's chopping, freezing, so you definitely yeah. have some kind of speed quality issue on your end well maybe i should try to keep things down at least at seven what 780 uh whatever let's see yeah i had to run down 20p i had I'm to at run seven, at uh, 480 to keep from freezing and locking up 780p i'm at 780p right here so i don't know well there's nobody around here better to get internet from they're no. just there's nobody, man. I mean, hey, Glenn, why don't you and I go into business and put on an internet uh, company here and give some good connection, man, you know? Because I'm retired and I don't want to work. Well. Or retiring and I don't want to work. Yeah, I was thinking maybe we could go into business and you could do all the, you know, putting the fiber in on the no. poles and digging no, no, the, no, no, the no, trenches no, and I'd just no, collect no, the money, you know? No, 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 no. no it doesn't work that way. No. Yeah. I'm, when I retire, I am retired. I'm going to be spending that time playing, getting on the air, writing books, tinkering, and sleeping in because this 5 a.m. getting up for work stuff is for the birds. All right. It looks good here. I don't know if it's because I went to 720 or if I turned the green screen off. You're still, still, very, you're still uh, buffering a lot. Well, I'm going to blame that on your connection. Okay. But Alan's uh, how about Alan? Maybe Alan needs to, how, how am I compared to what Glenn was, was talking about? 
Um, like Glenn, uh, to me, Glenn has been smooth. Um, yeah. Sometimes the resolution drops down, but it's still smooth. Where you're kind of doing the max headroom, kind of jerking around a little bit. Oh man! So, yep. You just need, you just need more horsepower on that computer. It's, it's, you use. I, I think it's it better I with think the that, green screen turned without the the virtual background. So it may right. just I'm going to turn the green screen back on. I'm going to turn it back on. Here we go. Here we go. Plus, yeah, I'm getting here, it hadn't frozen here. Okay. Green screen is back on. What and web browser are you using, Tom? This is uh, Chrome. Okay. So I'm going to put it on. Uh, I'll put. Let's go with. Let's go with that background right there. No, let's go yeah. with. Uh, yeah, it just kind of comes and goes. It's not. It's not really predictable. It just kind of comes yeah. and goes. I just think your that little computer with all the the software you're using to switch the video and stuff. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't have enough horsepower to do that in this too. Might be. Hmm. Because I mean, this actually looks pretty decent right now. I mean, since since there's no software to load or anything, I can I, I've got some other laptops and stuff. I I can easily just bring them up and. Now this connection yeah. right now looks looks good. Well, don't know why. Yeah, you know, your lips are in sync and everything. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> all right guys we've uh filled up our time period i think and i guess we could we can go ahead and get off here and wonder what happened if i change it i wonder if i have an option here to change it to uh like finer frames per night all i got is 30 frames per second i can't can't change the frames per second i don't think 20 frames per second would look that bad but I don't have that choice. Yeah. All right. I got to hit the right. I got to be up out and early tomorrow morning. Yep. Go it's getting late. Here. It's popcorn time. Man, hey, appreciate you guys being on and, and, and kind of helping and evaluate this thing. I, I I think we may have been a flop on the other uh, social medias. I don't know if the video was out there or not. I, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah well, anybody in the chat room, just quickly, anybody in the chat room, did you see any video on Twitch? Our Twitter, uh, our Facebook. Did, well, it wasn't uh, on your website. website. What was that? It was I'm not go look on at your... Facebook right now. So, you, is it on the Facebook one? That what, what it would be under? Just W5KB. Uh, okay, Facebook group, W5KB. It, it should be there. So, okay, Mark says he saw it on Twitch. So, I guess we were on Twitch. Okay. Mar uh, Mark, we had video on Twitch. Is that correct? Well, it looks like it's running live right now on Facebook. Okay, so we're running live on Facebook. We're running live on Twitch. What about Twitter? Anybody in the chat room? Uh, hey, can you check Twitter and search for W5KUB? I mean, if I mean, we're on Twitter. I'll check Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know Twitter let you stream, to tell you the truth. Oh, Mark says yes. I guess cool. he means I guess he means we're on Twitter. Yes. Cool. Oh, I did uh, notice that it wasn't on your website. You had to click that link, and then it said not running. Click here to well, go to YouTube. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. Some people said they were getting it on the website. Well, it came up, it came up and said this is not here. Click here, and it took you to YouTube. All right. Uh, anybody in the chat room, can you confirm if the video was on W5KUB? Okay, Mark says he didn't check Twitter. Right. Uh, Alan, did you say you checked Twitter? 
Uh, I didn't. I checked Facebook. I didn't check. Okay. Twitter. Yeah. I'm not uh, on okay. Anybody? Anybody out there? Just real quick. Test. Uh, what was my question? I've already forgot it. Uh, if they're the seeing fans? us on Twitter. No, I think that's past that. Oh, no, W5KB. He said it was not on W5KUB. That's what I've said. Hmm. It should have been there. Video yep. unavailable. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. That's exactly what it said. And then it said, do you want to see it on YouTube? Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll have to look into that. Uh, typically on YouTube, on their dashboard, a little thing gets unchecked. It says, allow this to be embedded. Uh, on other websites, but I checked tonight after somebody said that, and when I checked, it was it was checked to allow embedding. So I'm not sure what happened. I, I guess more testing this week. Thanks, guys, for being with us tonight. Right. Good night. Same three to everybody. Yeah. Enjoyed it. All right. Yeah. yeah good Hope, show. Again, Alan. Hope the show wasn't too messy for everybody. Okay. Hey, it was all all about experimentation. Yeah, this was experimentation tonight for sure. All right. See. All right, All very right. good. See you guys. Take care. All right, we'll see you. Screen, video. Look, I didn't fall asleep. You sure didn't, and you didn't fall asleep. So that's uh, that's a plus. The amazing properties of coffee. So see video. The cat, however, went off somewhere to sleep. <laughs> she had enough. Yeah. I'm looking for something. Can't find it. Was that? No. All right, guys. Good night, everybody. Save me three. Save me three. Uh, I'm just right. playing with it now, trying to figure out what this thing to do. All right. We'll catch you next week. All right. All right. Bye.